I don't think it ever hurts to go back and revisit the idea that basically we are just one giant program <laughs> that is running mm. all the time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I recently did a class that addressed that at a different level, and we've talked often. I've I've shared often on the podcast that. You know, if I had the book to write over again, I would make sure that there was a chapter on the body or at least some more and deeper recommendations around the body. Mm-hmm. And um, I just took a class from my friend Brian, and I, I'm going to try to say his last name, but I'm afraid I'm going to butcher it. Um, <laughs> so I apologize, Brian, in advance for that. But my friend Brian is uh, much like our friend Denise Mead, and he's mm-hmm. a body guy. and. Nice. Um, yeah, Brian Trazkos, I think is how you... Okay. Trazkos, it's Italian. Anyway, ah. he's a sweet guy, and we're going to actually have his um, partner on the podcast in the fall, uh, and she also does energetic work and body work. And anyway, Brian just did... I just did a class of his, and it was a confidence class, and mm. um, part of it, the whole... When he... I mean, I'm telling you, Becca, he teaches exactly. It's so funny because, you know, I say all the time, I'm not saying anything new. Like, this is right. not, I didn't <laughs> yeah. make this shit up. Well, same yeah. thing. He's he's teaching the exact same thing we do. I do. And nice. he's, however, when he talks about it, he comes from a little different perspective in that what he says is, or what he mentioned in this class is that zero to seven, we don't have alpha brain waves. That we only have theta brain, theta and delta, I believe, brain waves. I could be, don't quote me on that because I could be wrong. But, uh-huh. but the point is, we have those brain waves that you get to to your subconscious. So everything zero to seven, every theme you have in your life, and we've talked about this, where that's where your beliefs get created. Well, that's right. exactly what we're talking about. But when he said themes, I really liked that because, um, you know, it's, if you look at it as themes like poverty or like abuse or like whatever those themes were, neglect or even, you know, you had a great life with a silver spoon in your mouth, whatever. I mean, whatever right. themes you grew up with um, mm-hmm. are where your beliefs spring from. But the fact that they're embedded in your subconscious and your subconscious is what runs your body. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. And so I was just opened the book, right? I opened the book and I land on this page that says, the page 33, where it says your brain has neural patterns that were formed very early on in your life. Most of the time, you're not actually acting, but reacting using whatever response patterns are ingrained in your system as effective ways to survive, avoid pain or embarrassment or keep yourself safe. The brain just runs those reactions to stimulate like to stimuli like it breathes for you and beats your heart without your conscious awareness. So see, I'm saying the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) But when he said your subconscious runs your body, something clicked, something clicked for me around that, around, um, again, how we get energetic patterns. And again, he said the same thing too. He said, everything's energy. So, you have an energetic pattern that gets created in your body and in your subconscious. And so therefore, when you have another stimuli that comes in, that's counter to that, like mm-hmm. say the energetic stimuli is I have to work hard to make money. Right. right. Or, okay. Uh-huh. Or, you know, in our case, we better show up smiling and looking good for public. <laughs> exactly. Right? And that yep. is ingrained in our beings. And it's interesting because I came from a tiny little town in Southeast Kansas, but my dad was the mayor of that damn town for 30 years running. You know, like, we were the prior kids. Everybody knew us. So, you better show up with a smile on your face. 
Oh, hell yeah. And it's like there's a very specific public versus private persona, persona. even. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it's so, like who we are in public. And my, my daughter even will like joke about it because she'll say, you could be screaming at the top of your lungs or sobbing hysterically and the phone rings and you answer it. Hello? Right. <laughs> She's like, how do you do that? And I'm like, it's uh, called training. <laughs> it's called training. It is ingrained yeah, in me. Right? Yes. Yeah. But the idea is, though, so we have it in our bodies that um, I'm not good enough or I have to work hard to make money or whatever some of those beliefs are is the wrong thing. We get that ingrained in our subconscious. We get ingrained in our body, that energetic. And then, you know, somebody comes along and says, you don't have to work hard to make money or you're, of course, you're that. And then we have to make that wrong because it doesn't jive with our programming. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And even if we're, like, trying to, even if we're, like, okay, I don't have to work hard to make money. And so you start to have that, like, I can do this, right? It's still like, you know, it's like uh, a way that I was thinking about it the other day after I've been starting to do some of this body work myself is it's like almost like when you lose weight or you have, you know, you, it's like that extra, it's like an extra body part almost. And so it's not, e- it's not just easy to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to take away this part and put that to the side that's been, you know, ingrained into my skin almost. I've got this extra organ now that tells me (laughs) that I have to work hard. I have an extra kidney that says I can't do it. (laughs) And you have to, like, have it removed. You know, it's like you have have to, like, do that. You can't, like, and it's not just a a simple, oh, you know, you're, we're just going to say it's gone and now it's gone. It's like you have to have surgery. I mean, you have to, like, get this right. out of your body. Well, and that's um, what we're talking about. Where We've always talked about it, like, you know, we talk about, like, grooves in the brain, like a neural pattern that runs. It's like uh, wagon wheels in the mud. After you go a certain yes. time in the mud, you just have those wagon wheels or in those ruts, and that's kind of, it, mm-hmm. it just runs like that. And when he talked about it, he talked about it being in the body and then he had us align it with what chakra it was in because mm-hmm. now they can actually enter, you know, your chakras are energetic centers of your body that can, the energy can be measured. So yes. he has this device that you can measure chakra output. And like after he does these, what he taught us was these bioenergetic, uh, bioenergetic exercises to do. It's a lot of tapping and jiggling around and, you know, stuff to mm-hmm. loosen up the energy of that thing in your being. Mm. So and that just, makes total sense to me. I mean, that's yeah, you why gotta I like... Break it apart. you got to break apart the energy. Yeah. And you just like when that's why we purge stuff. We move energy, the whole nine. Same thing with the body. you got to break it up. What was so cool about it was then now he's got because of this and because, you know, that's what he, he got me focused in this direction. What's starting to happen is... When there's a situation of fear come up or doubt or shame or blame or any of that anger, any of that kind of stuff, I'm starting to, I've always been able to watch my programming from a perspective of my thoughts, but now I'm starting Mm -hmm. to notice where is that in my body. Right. Yeah. Like where am I holding that? I've been doing these tapping exercises and believe me, I'm not doing it like I'm supposed to be because I'm, (laughs) you can't tell me what to do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, God damn it. And it's still making a difference um, for me. And yeah. um, and I've been doing more exercise, which part of the whole deal is rigorous exercise is also helpful because it jiggles your body around um, and mm-hmm. breaks up. 
But it's interesting to watch. What is my body doing? And where is my body? How is my body moving? Where is the tension coming in my body when this program kicks in? Um, so it's been really fascinating. That is very cool. Yeah. No, I yeah. didn't. You know, I started doing the work with Denise. Um, and, you know, since then as well, it's been for me very similar where you we've talked about the body connection frequently, you know, and where it sort of resides. But for me, it was it was more difficult. I still sort of had it in my I was still sort of heady about it. I still was thinking about it in terms of like where it was in my brain, even versus like my physical self. Um, and then after doing some of the work with her, um, and it was amazing. Within like five minutes, I was sitting with her, and she started to say, okay, here's where I'm seeing different places on your body, blah, blah, blah. And we hadn't even really talked about anything yet. I sort of just, you know, sat there, and she looked at me, and she was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, she, and she mentioned to me um, that, you know, like the base of my neck or my throat um, there was a lot of tension there and she's like, you know, that's kind of for people who feel like they have to hold back what they really want to be saying. Um, she, you know, but there's, she's like, there's a tightness there. And I literally almost fell off my chair because it's completely true. It's something that's been there for forever. And I've never actually said anything to anybody about it. I've never said like, there's this weird feeling except for I've gone to a couple of doctors and I, you know, they thought maybe it was a thyroid. They thought like, you know, it was an allergy thing. They did like an endoscopy to see if there was some sort of lesion or something in my esophagus. And, but then it was like, there was nothing. So I just gave it up. You know, I just was like, okay, I guess I just, I'm going to have this weird knot in my throat kind of feel for the rest of my freaking life. Like, okay, I don't know what it is. Um, but as soon as she pointed it out, it was almost like it started to release just even pointing it out and yeah. being like, that's a thing, Becca. Like, it's a real thing, and you're holding something there, and we need to figure out how to let that go and what is there to let go of. And I was just like, whoa. I mean, it was amazing to me how that happened. And then, you know, doing some of the work with her and feeling that dissipate yeah. was like beyond my understanding you know I seriously after the first meeting with her I sort of walked out like in a daze I was like okay that just happened uh I don't even know how to where to put that in my life uh the second yeah. visit I was very angry <laughs> she actually laughed at me because she was like yeah you I didn't think you were coming back because uh, it brought up stuff that I didn't want to bring up damn it yeah. She was yeah. touching parts of my body that brought stuff up that I had hidden set down so deep inside of me that I, when it started to come and I was starting to have this image pop up, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know that was even in there. And now I've got to deal with it. And I was pissed. I was like, I don't want to deal with this right now. And I like walked yeah. out of that appointment and she was like, she was like, yeah, she's probably not coming back. <laughs> she's like, I have a few of those where they just go, no, I don't want to deal. But I, after getting that and having the work to then back me up with it and be able to go in and sit with it and do the work around what was brought up made me go, okay, there's more. And, and I'm ready to let this part, I'm ready to let it go. And if I, the only way I'm going to is to continue to do this. 
And so we went back for my next, my third one and was able to release a lot of the things that had made me freaked out that time before. Um, so, but it's amazing then to me also like what that has done to my, you know, body pain or, you know, how much something hurt or something just was annoying, but you don't even know because it's been there for so long that like you stop even knowing that it's hurting. You know what I mean? Like until you, until it stops hurting and then you're like, oh, that was really hurting. (laughs) You know, you're like, oh, that really bothered me. My hip was really not good. Um, And then now it's like gone, the pain's gone. And you're like, oh, wow, what a difference that makes for me but it was all mental and physical um yeah which i i guess i i knew that we had spoken those words so many times but i'd never really known what that meant until like right. a meeting with somebody like denise it's one of those things that's completely experiment it's, you have to experience experiential thank you yeah. find the word mm-hmm. experiential yeah yeah yeah, but it also makes sense, like, with um, acupuncture, you know, because it's those energy points as well. And you think about, you know, Eastern medicine or how we used to deal with things. And we are so ingrained in this world of Western medicine that says, you know, you're, you've got an ache, you know, you take this pill. Or, you know, sometimes if you go to physical therapy and you do this stretch or whatever, but you're not dealing with any of the reasons behind why that pain is there and where that pain is coming from uh, and what that actually means. And yes, sometimes we're just going to pull a hamstring or whatever, and that's life. Um, But other times when you have that sort of chronic feeling somewhere, you got to start to dig in a little bit further to figure out what, what's really hanging out inside of that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, that's the thing is like, everybody's got to go at their own pace and explore what works for them. But really having an opportunity to explore your body and figure if you can start to have the awareness, you know, we talk about building the awareness by first watching your words and then watching what thoughts you think. If you can also watch what your body does, like just pay attention because it tightens up in certain areas. Totally. And if you're paying attention, you can't miss it. I mean, you really can't. It's like, uh, hello. And different types of tension lead to different types of body response from, you know, for me, like, like a neck pain is completely different than a throat pain, even though it's like the same part, like same area of my body, but like the back of my neck, that stress is different than what it feels like at the base of my throat, for example, you know, like there, those are two different things that my body is telling me or two different responses to what's going on in my life. Um, And it's really like, you know, when you start to think about it and if you, and when the thing that's, I think hard too, though, is then if you start to notice it, what do you do with it? And I think that that's, what's great about something like the Brian course that you've taken or, you know, talking to somebody about it, whoever it might be. Um, but you know, the first step is definitely recognizing that it's happening because I think it's easy to ignore agree what was the book that you once told me about and it's um it was like i had some you know you looked up a symptom that i had like i had like yeah that was you know first of all we should acknowledge that louise hay died two days ago oh my gosh yes okay so it was louise hay yes yeah it was louise hay um uh, i have it on my phone but that's what i was just uh trying to find he recommended this book that um i have now but i haven't read it enough to feel like i can speak to it 
Um, but it's uh, the book he recommended is called Eastern Body, Western Mind. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And cool. we'll definitely link to that. It goes through each of the chakras and talks about the different things that affect the chakras growing up and, you know, what, you know, it's just like all, all the things. I mean, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Very um, cool. But yeah, the, the book I have um, in my library, I can pull it up. Is Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. Heal Your Body by Louise Hay. Yeah. 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 And that basically you can look up any illness or any part of the body and they'll she'll give you a metaphysical interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Again, my I love her and I completely get it. But just saying an affirmation, then that'll give you an affirmation to speak to that part of your body or to say if that if you've got that going on. But just uh-huh. doing the affirmation, I don't think really works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> especially if, it, if it's an affirmation that, 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 again, if an affirmation does not jive with your BS, it's going to get right. kicked out. It will not, it, if, if, again, if you have it in your subconscious and, and in your body, you have a particular vibration, you try to bring in another vibration, it'll just kick it out and make it wrong. Yep. Yep. It doesn't align with the programming. Exactly. And so just doing an affirmation is not going to cut it. Um, no. you got to get in there and figure out what's going on and reframe the story and heal up the parts and get it out of your body and do all the things. Um, sounds like a lot of work, but I tell you, it's not, I mean, it, for me, it's, it's so worth the, the rewards on the other side of it are so powerful that it's just so worth getting in there. Don't you think? Completely, you know, and you think about the blocks that we tend to have too. And I feel like Sometimes, um, you know, we want to be doing the work. And so we do the speaking and the, we've done the baby steps and we've done all of those things. And for some reason, we're not getting the results that we want to be getting. And so we start to wonder, like, okay, you know, what am I doing wrong? Like, how am I? And you start to question yourself. And um, there is a physical component, I think, to every desire that we have, everything that we want to accomplish, whether it's you know, heart breathing, you know, think about yeah. the physical component of heart breathing and, and, yeah. and bringing that breath into your heart and imagining that or meditation or, you know, exercise or whatever it might be that we, there's a physical part of this work that we do, but it's really yeah. easy to kind of poo poo the fact that that is, could be part of where we're blocked too. you know, yeah. like there could be this energy block that we, are not going to get around until we deal with. I'm going to say this, and I, I, I just thought this the other day because I, um, you know, I can honestly at this point say that I love myself, and I can, I can get that, and I get that I'm loved from a, from a the universe is a flow of love, and I'm part of that, and all of that. But just the other day, I thought to myself, you know what? It's not enough. You got to get to where you also love your body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 You're like, oh. Damn, Damn it! <laughs> yeah, shit. Really? You know, yeah. come on, that's Dude. not fair. Yeah, gotta love the whole package. <laughs> yep. Oh man. And I think that's the hardest piece. I mean, I'm mean, not maybe not for all people. You know, what I mean, I think it depends on on the person. But for yeah. me, the body has always been a challenge. I've been disassociated from my from my most of my life. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> you know, like I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna make sense. <laughs> yeah, like here's yeah. the body. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I used to always joke around about how like 
I never really looked below my neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> and even then it was like, I kind of like would do my makeup and everything, but I never was really looking at myself. Right. I just would like, you know, check out my outfit really quick, but I never really looked to see what I looked like. And so when you see a picture of yourself, this is a great way to know how connected you are to your body is if you see a picture of yourself and you're like shocked or you're like, that's not me. Or like, you can't immediately identify with that person. Like you, you got to disconnect there. <laughs> there's, there's something going on that needs to be explored and well, you got to love your body. The first thing you see, cause as soon as I look at a picture of me and it's interesting cause I, 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 I watch this thing go. I mean, I look at other people and I look at their bodies and I don't judge them and I don't think, oh, that person's stomach is sticking out and that's the first thing I know. Like, I don't notice that on other people. But the very first thing I look at when I look at a picture of me is my stomach and whether it's showing in the picture or not. Mm. My mind and my, my eyes go straight there every single time. Yeah. Every single time. It's just like I'm trained that way. So that's some of the stuff that I'm, you know, and, and I'm, I'm working on it, but I'm getting more and, you know, getting more and more as I've been working on my body for the last couple of years. So, um, and getting to where I'm loving it just the way it is not that it has to get to a certain point before I will love it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's not that I have to yeah. like drop 20 pounds to love my body, but loving it right where it is and right where it's not, and, you know, all those things. So, mm -hmm. uh, but, I, but I do believe it's part of the process and it's all part of that programming with the body and getting that energy out of the body where you're blocked is I just think it's really powerful and important it's definitely I'm getting ready to record the audiobook by the way um I have oh, an appointment yeah. on Tuesday yeah I'm excited so we're going to release the audiobook but the audiobook is going to be me reading the audiobook and then me going you know if I wrote that today <laughs> I'd do this so it's nice. going to be an audiobook plus bonus material is what I'm mm -hmm. calling it um because I don't want to say like there's additional material, but it's as I'm reading it. I read somebody else's or listened to somebody else's book uh, like that where the written book had come out like three years before. And then mm -hmm. she was reading, you know, reading it as recording it. And she did that where she'd go, okay, pause here. You know, this is how I feel about this today. And I wouldn't have, I would have said that differently and like that. So I feel like that's, and I really enjoyed that. So that's kind of how it's going to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, I love that but, idea. I 100% can tell you that when I, you listen to the audiobook, you're going to hear me say, and if I wrote it today, I would make sure that there was something in here about more about the body and places to go to understand more about bioenergetics and chakra clearings and, you know, all the things that, you know, like we say, do it all, do whatever mm -hmm. resonates with you. And, right. But in the book, I never really address that in the body. So I really uh, yeah. feel like yeah. that's important. So what yeah. are some of those things? I mean, I think that's something, you know, we've mentioned acupuncture. I mentioned earlier that's something. Um, some EFT. People, and then there's the EFT, the tapping. Tapping. Um, um, bioenergetic exercises is what I would look look up because it's first time after meeting with my friend Brian and taking his class. That's the first I'd heard that word. I didn't, under, I didn't know what that word, bioenergetic exercise, I didn't know what that was. No. So yeah. bioenergetic exercises, um, brain training is another one, neurofeedback. Release. Yeah. My effectual release, rolfing, rolfing, Reiki, um, rolfing, Reiki, Reiki's Reiki, energy, rolfing's actually hand on. Ac we yeah. said acupuncture. Um, mm -hmm. What else? Tai Chi, any any form of martial arts and physical exercise stuff. Because mm -hmm. a lot of that's rigorous. And those are all things too that you know if you do, you know, like let's say you have gone and you've done like a Reiki session. And you're like, uh, 
what the hell did that just what I that was the most fucked up thing I've ever experienced. What's the what's the point of that? Um which understandable. Like it's a weird thing to do. I enjoy it. But I know that most like the first if I would have done that same Reiki session like 3 years ago, I would have like maybe even gotten up in the middle of it and been like uh, no. Okay. Weirdo, <laughs> freako. Like, this is not going to happen. So maybe that's what you do. And so you go and you do myofascial release or you do acupuncture or you, you know, experience those different things. Don't just assume that, like, this is too woo woo or this is like that you're not. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, it's supposed to work this way and it didn't. I mean, you might find that. Um, you know, bar class gets you in touch with your body in a way that yeah. you weren't, ex- or Zumba. I mean, who knows what it could be that something that, like, gets you in touch with your physical self. And maybe yeah. that's the first step that you need to take is more than just, okay, I'm going to go do this really intense or hands-on work. I need to just initially even recognize that my body exists and that there are different places in my body that are, are holding different types of tension or yeah. whatever. So massage well, energetic or patterns, chiropractic. Right? They're energetic patterns that go. And here's the thing, right? And we didn't talk. We might be late in the game to bring this up. We might have to do a whole other podcast on it. But the idea is if everything is energy and that zero to seven is put a set point in your body, right? And in your subconscious, you have no choice other than to attract people into your life that will help you re-experience those things that you've decided that are the truth. Yes. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Amen. Where I said it. It's yeah. like that's so the same it's... guy different pants. That's that's why we that's why people do the same attract the same situations to themselves over and over and over again mm-hmm. is because they have a set point in their body zero to seven that that shows up as an energetic pattern not like a conscious thought like i am going to attract a man who beats me no right right <laughs> but if you grew up in a household where that was normal and or you know that was a pa- set point pattern in your body it takes work to really work that out so you're not attracting those kind of people into your life to play out those scenarios for you. Exactly. It shows up as events and circumstances that you, that you create and that you attract. And just like we always get back to, we're creating all of it because we have all the power in the world when we do that. Um, but that's us. That's our vibration. That's attracting it. And it's almost, you know, you're just going to keep doing that. And that's why if you've had a situation that you've done over and over again, the best thing for you to do is get out of that situation and do a bunch of work on you <laughs> before you go back to, you know, I mean, we just talked about that. So, yeah, like, like you don't people who are, you know, coming out of a relationship and if you don't do the work to figure out what and get rid of some of that stuff, you're going to, you know, I love the, you know, same guy, different pants. Oh, I just had this. I just had this happen to me recently. I had a friend that just just happened recently. Mm-hmm. They just got divorced a year or so ago. Right out of the shoot, she met somebody else, started dating them really fast. Ended up getting married, mm. and then next thing I know, it's like same guy, different pants. I just I just got married to the person that I just divorced yep. last year. Yep. Yeah, that's a stark revelation. <laughs> like you know, I mean. Yeah, that you know but the, uh, it happens and it happens with i just got the same i just i just got the same job i just left 
I just attracted the same boss into my life over and over again. I attract bosses who do this particular thing, right? Over and over again, I attract friends who don't show up or over and over again. Yeah, whatever, all of that. Yeah, you can't help but attract it if that's your set point. Same deal with people who are born with money. They always end up having money. Because that's their set point. They just don't, they never can get to a point where they can't get money. You know, I know, I know people have had tons of money and given it all away within months. They've got tons of money again. <laughs> they just, you know, it's part of that set point. So I think that's what's important is for us to get that that's in your body, it's in your mind, it's a pattern, and that that's what's helping you create your experiences. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. We just had this comment on, yeah, that's why we just had this comment on the Facebook page, and I was talking about from when I was going through my weight loss journey, and we would reach these plateaus, and I, and you, I would get super frustrated because I'd be like, I haven't lost a pound in three months. You know, I've just been sitting here at this weight, and my doctor finally said to me, you know, what you're doing is a body reset, your metabolism reset. Your body's now saying this is my new normal weight. And so for people who lose a ton of weight all at once, and it's like, I lost 125 pounds in six months or whatever, those are the people who gain it all back plus some, you know, because their body was never given the opportunity to reset and to say, this is my new normal. And so it's a plateaus are actually can be a good thing as long as, you know, you keep doing whatever it does to like push, push you out of that plateau eventually. But it's okay to let your body rest in and finding that new normal as well so like if you have done a bunch of work and you've done a bunch of body work and i've you know thinking about it from this perspective and you let go of something it's really easy to just zing right back to that old set point because you're not doing you're not keeping yourself in that reset and you've got to like let yourself live in whatever that reset is and not just assume that you don't have to do any work around it. It's still work to be in a plateau. Yeah, you got to transform it for yourself. Right. Right. You know, you don't stop exercising and eating well during that pl- plateau of weight loss, right? I mean, like you're still doing all the things, so you think I should be <laughs> losing weight still. But no, during that time frame, it's like that's your work that you're doing to to maintain your reset. And that was really a powerful thing for me because I was like, that makes sense. You know, like, okay. And it made me feel good about doing that body work then because it was like, I'm not wasting time. Yeah. I'm actually doing my body a good, you know, great deal of service by doing it this way. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what a good topic. Well, good yeah. I know that we've good been stuff. wanting to do this body talk yeah, for a while. Good, so that's perfect. Topic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 And thanks for sharing your experience with because I've been wanting to hear about your experience with Denise. Oh, so. yeah. Um, amazing. Glad to hear. It's been going well. Yeah. We need to get her on this podcast. Oh, yeah, we do. She's amazing. She's amazing. And wherever you are in the world, there's somebody, there's a Denise, there's a Brian there waiting to help you as well. So, you know, look up some of those yeah, key terms. Absolutely. There's people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Myofascial release or the, the you know, the bio, what was it? Bioenergetic. Bio- you're going to probably find a saying. practitioner that's around you that can help you so that you're not alone in trying to figure out what the hell to do. Uh, to make this happen for yourself. So awesome. Okay. Well, we will be back next week. Thanks, Becca. Um, and I do want to just do a quick shout out to folks. We have um, had a few people contact us for coaching, but we'd love to do some more. So if you would like to um, 
do some coaching with us on a, on a future podcast, reach out to us. You can send us a message on Facebook um, off of our Doing the Work with Jay Becca Facebook page. Or if you want to um, send us a message through our website at jayandbecca.com, we can get that one as well. And we can get you set up for an, uh, a podcast um, coaching call. So please feel free to Yay. do that. Those are our favorites. All right. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Yeah, they sure are. All right. Talk to you next week. Love you, people. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.